Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. We often talk about the future of influencer marketing, where it's headed, what's in it. What's the next chapter of influencer marketing? What's the future? And the very beginning of influencer marketing was creators relying heavily on brand deals and brands in general for their income. So this is your standard brand partnership, posting content, the brand is sponsoring it, right? Maybe you have a sponsored segment in a YouTube video, maybe they're buying real estate on your page and having you create a sponsored video and post it on your page. Um, Maybe you're doing some sort of affiliate commission-based relationship with the brand. Regardless, you're relying on the brand for your career and for the success of your career financially. However, the future of influencer marketing in an era that we're entering now is that influencers are becoming self-reliant on their financial success by founding their own brands. And that is even That's even more amazing because we often talk about on this podcast how the goal of this podcast and and now that I also have a talent management agency called Mob Management, the goal of, of all of my personal efforts on the internet is to put influencer marketing back into the hands of the creator. And the amazing thing about influencers founding their own brands is that that's exactly what it does. And the reason being is that When you found your own brand as an influencer, you also determine how the influencer marketing efforts are going to be run. And therefore, you as the influencer are now creating a strategy for influencer marketing for your own brand. So now you're in control of the influencer marketing, not some other brand. And then on the receiving end, if, if you're an influencer participating in, in an influencer campaign for an influencer-founded brand, it just creates this entire like full circle of influencers really controlling their own experiences within influencer marketing and, and the rules of influencer marketing and developing it further in the way that they want to develop it, not in the way that some external brand who's not you know, an influencer who has no relation to influencers, doesn't really care about them that much. They're not the ones that are running that. You're running that, which is really, really cool. And there are a lot of different ways that you can found a brand as an influencer. Most of the time, influencers start with something like a podcast and try to create some sort of brand around that. But then um, they decide to create merch those are kind of still part of monetizing your community. I think merch is like the closest thing to actually founding a brand, but podcasts, you know, still like, brands buy 
ad space within your podcast or sponsor episodes and things like that. You're still relying on brand income. Merch, you may be relying on an external company to like really fully run all the operations and influencer marketing and strategy and all of that for for you and you're kind of the face of it. So founding your own brand as an influencer allows you to be totally in control with all of the processes that you felt like you were out of control with when it comes to a brand coming to you to work together. And founding your own brands can can mean can be done in different ways. So depending on what your goals are, you may found a brand that is reliant on your personal brand as a creator. And this is, here's an example. Um, Kylie Cosmetics is a really great example of an influencer founded brand that is reliant on Kylie Jenner's personal brand in order to be successful. Meaning that if you removed Kylie Jenner from all of the marketing, all of the branding, and even her name, the brand would not be anywhere nearly as successful because it is entirely and objectively apparent that people are buying Kylie Cosmetics because it's Kylie. And the founding story of the brand itself was that she was incredibly insecure about the size of her lips. So she started overlining and then that led to her lip filler journey and her creating a lip centered cosmetic brand. And then that's what, how it was founded made a lot of sense because it was an extension of her personal brand as a person of influence. So that is one way to do it. You can found a brand that relies very heavily on monetizing off of your community because your brand is founded on you and your personal story and your personal niche and brand as a creator. And that can be very successful. You just have to be a little bit more involved in all of the marketing and kind of realize that if you ever choose to exit from the brand, it may not necessarily be as successful as it was when you were a prime part of all of the marketing. So we saw this happen to KVD Beauty where Kat Von D exited and took, you know, decided not to be a part of KVD Beauty anymore and they still retained KVD Beauty and it is somehow still, you know, obviously associated with her because her initials are in it. Her name is in it. But she does not want it to be associated with her. She does not want to be associated with the brand either because it is different from how she envisioned and and what it was founded initially. And I would argue that the brand is not really as successful as it probably was when Kat Von D was highly involved in all of the marketing efforts and when she really was like the face of this company. So... There are pros and cons with creating a brand that is so heavily reliant on you in order to be successful. What a lot of influencers are doing now and either founding a brand like this immediately or pivoting an existing brand to have this strategy is to have the brand be not necessarily reliant on you to be successful. So you're not carrying the success of the brand, but it can still be it can still be very successful even if you aren't a part of it. So this for example is something like Forever Mood. Forever Mood is a lifestyle brand founded by Jackie Ina. Right now they currently have candles and even though it does tie in with Jackie's personal brand, you do have to be like a 
big fan of Jackie Ina um, in order to really know how it ties into her personal brand. She's really big on self-care and like a bougie lifestyle and really taking care of herself. And she wanted her community and other people, other women, other men to feel that same way and really take care of themselves and prioritize self-care. Now, although this is a very personal project for Jackie, it's not so heavily reliant on Jackie that if you remove Jackie from the marketing, the brand wouldn't be successful anymore. That's definitely not true for Forever Mood. In fact, it can be still very successful because it doesn't just rely on her community to make it successful. Um, another great example of that is Summer Fridays. Summer Fridays is founded by Lauren Ireland and Marianna Hewitt, a motherhood influencer as well as a beauty influencer, and it is a beauty brand. They also do have a product, I believe, for mothers, which is pretty cool. Um, even though it ties in very closely to the influencer founders' personal brands, if you removed Lauren and, and Mariana from the marketing, the brand could still be very successful. And in fact, right now, the brand is not entirely reliant on the, the co-founders for its success. So that's really great. An anti-example of this would be something like Desi Skin. This is, well, Desi Perkins' brand. Her name is in it. It already feels like oh, I have to know Desi Perkins really well in order to like trust her expertise in the skincare industry. And that way I have to really get to know her and be a part of her community in order to like ultimately buy from it. That Not everybody may agree with that opinion. That's my how I went about thinking about the marketing and, and the branding behind Desi Skin is it doesn't feel like it's for everyone. It kind of feels like it's for her specific community because it is so heavily reliant on her personal brand. So there are two versions of which you can do that and both have been very successful. You know, we ha- we've we seen a inf- mega influencer, Chiara Ferragni, who has her own brand, her own fashion brand and lifestyle brand. And it's been very successful, especially in Europe, because she herself has a very strong personal brand and that's why people are buying. But you know, the con coming with that is that if you did remove Chiara Ferragni from the brand, it probably wouldn't be as successful because it is so reliant on the influencer and her community in order to make it successful. So founding your own brand is definitely really cool. It takes obviously a lot of work and a lot of research and money and resources, but it can be a great venture because it allows you to really put yourself at the forefront of the influencer marketing industry and determine how it is that you're going to also work with other influencers in order to make your brand successful. If being a founder and an entrepreneur isn't as interesting to you or isn't as accessible, you might want to consider something that may require less resources, less time and planning by approaching a brand that you already have a really good relationship with as an influencer and participating in product development to create a line of products with them that then you can market and sell to your community under this brand's umbrella. So two ways that have been done, um, two examples, is creating a product line with a brand like as a collaboration. So Glamlight Cosmetics and Michaela Nagara collaborated on like a makeup palette and a few other products. This isn't necessarily her brand under the Glamlight Cosmetics brand, but rather 
a product collaboration that is being sold and owned by Glamlight Cosmetics. It just has Michaela's name on it. She was probably involved in naming the color story and developing the formula and the products. But she, her main role is actually being the marketing and the face behind this product line. Since Glamlight is the expert in actually developing and producing and formulating the cosmetics. Another example of that is in the skincare industry, we have Selfless by Hiram, which is a brand under the Inky List brand portfolio. Um, the Inky List has their own brand, but they I assume that they have been doing product development for Selfless by Hiram, which isn't a collaboration with the Inky List in terms of the Inky List isn't like selling their product, these products under their brand, but rather Selfless by Hiram has positioned themselves as their own brand, but they are being produced by the Inky List. And therefore, that's also really great for Hiram too, because the influencer marketing, the, you know, financial projections, the operations and strategy, and all of what goes into having your own brand, if you found one personally as an influencer, that is now being handled by another company. And you can be part of the marketing and the sales and maybe like some of the um, product development, but you are not you, the, this brand isn't necessarily relying on entirely on you in all aspects. Um, it's more so that you still very similarly to how Michaela is kind of the face of this glam light collaboration. Hiram is also in a way the face and the name behind selfless by Hiram and ultimately the reason why people would be buying this brand over something else is if they are his fan or are very interested in what he's doing. Regardless of whether you want to found your own brand or work alongside an existing company to create a brand under their umbrella or a collection under their umbrella, this positions influencers as authorities in the brand and product development and entrepreneurship space, giving them a lot more power in the influencer industry, in the advertising industry, in the entrepreneurship industry. And the really great thing, again, is that you are now putting influencer marketing back into your hands because you are the brand and you can control your content strategy and your influencer marketing efforts and have a more consistent additional stream of income that is reliant on you and the things that you love and not just a brand and their brief and their requirements. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.